Go ahead and call the health and other health care industry subcommittee to order. And I ask at this time Representative Kirby Field open us with prayer. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Good morning, everyone. Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you for this beautiful day. Thank you for another opportunity to live and breathe and hope and dream. We pray that you'll be with us, give us wisdom and guidance as we go through the business of this day. Amen. Amen to that. Well said. Right, this morning we only have one docket on the agenda, docket 4837. And we have, I think, someone from the Department of Revenue and Fiscal Affairs to speak. Mr. Patterson, thank you. Thank you for being here. Happy to be here. Could you tell us a little bit about what you see uh, as we understand, uh, of course the language hadn't been sent back to us yet, but we have a draft of what's been discussed that um, there'll be an agreement made between the Department of Revenue and the Department DHEC uh, with the health providers um, and can you just walk us through how that process, how you envision it working, and what protections are in place for the individuals? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we would anticipate executing or amending an MOU with DHEC in order to perform this work on their behalf and in partnership with them. Each of the healthcare providers would execute a business associate agreement voluntarily uh, to provide us with the data in order to match with them. Um, so it could either be a, a generic three-way agreement between all or an agreement between us and DHEC, an agreement between the providers and DHEC, and an, an agreement between the providers and us. Uh, that would cover them. They would send data to us through secure server. We would form the match on behalf of DHEC and then send the data back to them. So when you say it's a secured server, can you expand on that a little bit? Yes, sir. Um, the data would come to us typically by a means called Secure FTP, which is highly encrypted. It would be pulled into our encrypted environment, which is DIS 200 compliant. Our statisticians would then perform the linkage on the data at DHEC's request, and then the data would be transmitted back to them by the same means. And what do you envision what type information? Is this just medical records? As I understand it, this is to append um, uh, immunization records to records from the healthcare providers to make their records more complete to allow them to compute a uh, HEDIS measure of healthcare quality. Okay. Kirby, have any? Just one, just one quick. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Um, the, in so based on based on that data set that you're referring to. There would be no cross-pollination, if you will, of, of, these, of these immunization records other than with the health care provider. There's no leak, in other words, of, of this information possible in your... Oh, I mean, no, I sir, this, any, this would be done as a standalone project. Yes. And the terms of the MOUs would, would, would specify very specific terms, including destruction of the data that we were sent to be matched and so on, and the return of the immunization records to the providers, as well as any terms DHEC would choose to set in terms of the retention of the immunization records. Do you have a feel for the amount of man hours that it'll take 
for you to accomplish this task statewide? Uh, not not at the moment, sir, because we haven't entered into the agreements and they're all voluntary, so we don't know who would be participating, but that would be a subsequent discussion with DHEC, between DHEC and RFA. So there, there really hasn't been a significant um, amount of information shared as far as the actual cost to the departments for establishment not, not specifically. It's very early days in the conversation, and most of the conversations have revolved around the MOU process. Okay, very good. Thank you, sir. Just one other. Do you, do you have similar agreements and sharing data with other? Yep, yes, sir. We, we operate linking services for a number of state agencies and do work on their behalf and at times have also received data from uh, entities outside state government to support their work, and it's all been conducted by MOU. Who are some of the state agencies you're doing? Uh, education oversight. We've also done work for the Department of Education. We've done a great deal of work for uh, Health and Human Services, other work with, with DHEC, um, mostly around vital records and things like that as well. DMV? Uh, DMV, in a very limited sense, we do some work receiving data from them in order to correct some um, municipal boundaries to forward those data on to the Election Commission. But you're not a part of selling our driver's oh, license. Oh, no, sir. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. And, and uh, just as a, as a moment of levity, we don't believe that information is foliable either. Well, you, I, I think you understand our concern. Yes, sir, I do. Uh, you know, people's information is vital and it's important. Yes, sir. And there's a huge concern around our state and around the country about it being leaked to other folks and used for measures not what it was intended to be used for. So no, that's, sir. That's uh, our security concern. and privacy are really core values in our agency, and we only release, for the most part, anonymized data with the exception of instances where we're directed to do something where it's identifiable in support of a program, an instance like this. And, of course, this would include names and shot records. Yes, and yes sir. It would have identifiable information on both ends. That's necessary in order to perform the linkage, but everything else would be purged and sent back. Any agreements between the health care providers and you, what, what criteria or what protections do you afford? I mean, there's got to be – you can't use it for – is there any yes, sir. It, it'll it'll specify the purpose very clearly, and with the healthcare providers, it would be a business associate agreement under HIPAA, which is uh, the, the the sort of standard agreement under federal law for doing okay. work on behalf of a covered entity under HIPAA. Okay. Representative McGinnis, did you have any questions? Um, obviously, just security. I think is, yes, the, is the big concern Absolutely, and we, we have extensive and very thoroughgoing security measures at RFA. We're just 200 compliant. Uh, all of our staff go through criminal background checks. The data even in-house are compartmentalized, and our releases are always governed by the data owner's requests and wishes. And so uh, we're, we're not in the business of, of selling or or moving data for any purpose other than is specified. And in order to do our work, of course, security and privacy have to be core concerns, which I assure you they are. So so to that end, then DHEC could tell you what information to give, but I guess my other concern is do we have enough strong language in this proposal that would protect what can and can't be shared? 
You're shaking your head. You feel comfortable with that? Any other questions? Um, I would like to ask a question of David, if I may, if that would sure. be acceptable. Okay. Thank you, sir. Thank you for coming. Mm -hmm. Appreciate it. Thank you. So, you need David up. Rick. Rick. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Mr. Chairman, members of the committee and staff. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, sir. Um, Rick, do y'all just uh, in in uh, in review of this information, have y'all spent any analysis time on cost to set up this program for your department? Oh. It, we would be deferring to the end user as it would be set up as a okay. user fee. So it'll pass through type. So it, it, it pays for itself, essentially. Okay. There's Excellent. no impact to the state. Very good. Thank you. That was my really my only question. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. All in favor signify by saying aye. aye. Any, op any opposition? And it's unanimous. Thank you. We are adjourned. <laughs>